0: back to the show. Happy Tuesday for those that are here live. There's a there's something I want to talk to you guys about. I'm having a hard time doing it, to be honest. I'm going to try. We'll see how it goes. Last week, I lost somebody who I I really admired, loved, and cared for. His name was Rabbi Zachary Wallerstein. You may know of him. You may have heard of him he was a larger-than-life character a individual whose life was dedicated to serving others he built institutions to help people that needed it he sustained it on his own he inspired the masses he he was a true man of God he was a man of God in in every way In, in every way You know, many times people believe in God, but they don't live with God. They don't they don't act in their beliefs. They don't walk through walls when they need to, you know? He did. We've been talking a lot about the idea of sacrifice. And it keeps on reminding of me and I keep on avoiding it. But I don't think I should. But I keep on doing it, to be honest. He passed away last week. And I have a very hard time talking about it, but I don't think it's appropriate not to you know wallerstein was was a man who i i don't really know a lot of people like him and i don't I don't want to talk to him about i'm I'm not doing this for for wallerstein I'm doing this for me and you. This is the narrative of yesterday's conversation. This is the heroes of last week, right? This is the sacrifice of last week. I'm not talking about Robert Wallerstein for Robert Wallerstein. I believe he is in heaven right now, in an incredibly good place. I'm doing this so that we can learn from this man, we can make sure we carry on some level of his legacy, even if you never met him. I never, I almost never met somebody in my life that, believed so strongly in God to the extent that if he felt what he was doing was right and he was very connected to people much greater than he and if he got direction from his mentors, his rabbis and he felt that what he was doing was right he would sacrifice whatever it was he started seminaries and and, and institutions and created programming for tens and hundreds of thousands of people really. It created media that reached million, half a million people it created weekend retreats that inspire people that people spent all year looking forward to it found a, a ranch upstate for a to, to launch a type of therapy because it just didn't exist. One man. And then in between were thousands of calls for direction and advice and encouragement. I one time flew with him for a couple of days on this tour that he organized to inspire people before the high holidays. And it was, it was uncanny to me that here's a man who is 20 years my senior. And we would get somewhere, speak take the red eye, land in a hotel, like bombed. And then there's a speech next in the next few hours. And while everyone else was sort of preparing or going to bed or resting up, he was sort of, he was back-to-back meetings with parents and, and people and children and nonstop for advice, for counsel, for connections. And everyone that he met, he just got charged. And everything that he did, he just kept on pushing and and it was I was able to watch it firsthand. I was able to see it firsthand. I was able to 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 spend some time with an individual who walked through walls. And what he showed me, I don't know if I'll do I could do it, but I guess I can, but I'm not him. He showed me that if you believe there's no wall, you can walk through a wall. Like you see we believe there are walls so we like look at it and go no no that's a wall but you see with God there are no walls and even if you think it's a wall many times it only looks like a wall until you get up close and you realize it's just a hologram and so much of life is that way so much of life is our perceived limitation of what we think we can't be right we have learned helplessness where we we learn that we can't we learn that it's not our place we learn that it's not how, we're not the profile and the reason why we think this is because it's it's really a self-centered way of seeing the world it's what can i do every once in a while you meet somebody that's mission centered what needs to get done what can i do is very different than what needs to get done and once you start thinking of what needs to get done and you just do it You stop thinking about what you can and can't do and you start realizing there's stuff that you can do that you never thought were possible. There are things that you can do that you didn't think that you can do. That you would never push yourself to do because it's about you. But once it becomes about it, about the mission, about someone else, you find strength that you didn't know existed. You find resilience and creativity you didn't know existed. Here's a man that had that had built half a dozen institutions alone while while by the way running a full-time business while meeting and speaking to hundreds of people a week and giving them counsel while being an incredible father and 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 grandfather and husband like and at the same time maintaining all of his religious obligations so just to keep, just put this in context here's an individual who maintained all of, the highest level of religious obligations meaning he's praying he's going to synagogue he's 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 going and doing things so he's got a calendar filled with stuff to do and then on top of that he's a family man and on top of that he's he's an advisor for to hundreds a week and then on top of that he's got a full bit full-time business and then on top of that he's got multiple institutions that he started because there was a need that he's running and on top of that he's got ideas and he starts doing new programs like, <laughs> how does a man like that operate it's because he lives with the narrative of if it needs to get done it'll get done he lives he lives with God he doesn't just believe in God but I want you to know there's a narrative out there The narrative is, I know what I can, I know what I can't do. It's called learned helplessness. I've learned in life that I can't do stuff. And there are people that unlearn that in life. And if you know one, stay close to them. I lost one last week. I, I lost someone that I really, really, really looked up to. I lost someone that taught that to me. Walk through walls. Never, ever compromise on your beliefs. Care for people more than they they can even imagine that they could be cared for. Go to the end of the world to help somebody. Not because you'll get it back in return, because that's just the right thing to do. And there's no greater joy in life than the joy of helping others. one man we have a lot of potential if we just let ourselves tell the narrative I learned that from him and I'm going to miss him I'm going to miss him like crazy (sighs) alright everybody have a good day Walk through a wall today and when you're walking through the wall, do it for Rebbe Wallerstein. Have a great day. I was hopefully seeking tomorrow. Living on a lifeline, the world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine, but you're caught up in the rain. It's like your eyes are wide open, but you cannot see. You're watching life. They ask you by like one, two, three. Walking in the structure. The winds of life blur your vision, all the devastation, forever feels like you're on the run, it's time, no one else can set you free, you're locked inside, and only you have got the key.